Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing three unique perspectives and varying skill range. I am the Cody of this episode. Andrew, with me, the maid to my Cody, Liz. Hey, guys. And our third wheel, Keith. <laughs> Hello. And this week, we played... Is this a listener request? This is a Liz request. Oh, this is it a Liz request. It might be a listener request, too, but this is... A Liz demand, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so we played It Takes Two by Haze Light Studios. It Takes Two is a third-person action platformer co-op game where you are playing a young couple who is on the brink of the end of their marriage, and you are transformed into dolls in hopes to save your relationship. Going around, Liz, was this a game or pass for you? I mean, this is definitely a game. Andrew bought this ages ago. And I just, you know, a little thing to say before we get started. I don't remember some of the beginning. It was like a date night, wine night kind of deal. <laughs> so there, some memories might be a little bit foggy. But yeah, we were playing it this week. And I just remembered all the reasons why I love it. I think it's fantastic. I think that if you have a significant other especially, yeah, it's it's a must play. So I, I guess this is on me and... I, it's the only real thing I don't I don't want to say I don't like my only issue is I wish there was a way of some capacity to play the single player even if it was like a live matchmaking of some sort I don't know if it has that and I missed it but just the the ability that or the fact that you always need two people to play it whether it's co-op or couch co-op or online kind of a bummer because it's a wicked fun game and so if you don't have someone to play with it's it's kind of a bummer but that said it it is a lot of fun and if you have someone you can play with definitely play it i do can i, can I just say real quick because what you said keith there was a ton of people online complaining about that how it, you have to have two players which there's so many games that you can play by yourself but it says it right in it it takes two yeah so funny. i think it's funny like keith you're not you're not like <laughs> you know butthurt about it or anything you you have made like a legitimate you know Thing. like i wish that there was one player but some people were like really uh, like annoyed by it and it's like that, that, is, that, that is funny so that they literally explains it takes two <laughs> yeah it's, it's like nothing that i would actually like hold against the game by any means it's just something that i was like oh man i like i want to play this right now but andrew's not online and he was the only one i was playing this game with so i just didn't have anyone to play with yeah so for me yeah it takes two this is a definite game as well i I will say near the end, I was getting a little burnt out due to the fact that I was literally playing with Liz. So I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm up to like chapter six. And then I play with Keith and I literally have to like restart all over again. So it was me just doubling up. I think the fact that I was just playing this game, like getting to a certain point and then later in the day, basically rewinding and doing it all over again, kind of got a little annoying for me. But overall though, this game is a blast. And it's because, I mean, we'll get we'll get into it, but it's just, it, it, this is a, honestly the best game to play with a significant other. I've heard quite a bit of people saying that they played with their kids, 10 year old, 12. It is pretty simple. The subject matter can be a little bit heavy because it is, like I said, it's about a couple who are kind of going through a divorce and they're, you know, it, it can be a sensitive t- subject for some people, but if you, you could skip the story. So if you are afraid to go through any of that, you can skip most of it. You know, there is some language, but not much, but yeah, the, the gameplay itself is very simple. You could play with younger audience. I think it's good talking points for a couple. Yeah. But yeah, to give a quick background too about this game too. So this is from Hazelight Studios. 
And they are all about co-op games. So the director, the first game they did was Two Brothers. I don't know if you guys, Keith, have you played it? I'm not going to ask you, Liz. Two Brothers was a co-op game that was, it was a single player co-op game where you played two brothers controlling each one with one of the sticks. But then he did A Way Out, which is another strictly only two player game where you're playing prisoners trying to escape from prison. And now it came out with It Takes Two. So yeah, as we said, this, you have to play with someone. There's no random matchmaking, so you can't just jump into a random person's party. There is, as we've said with the Sea of Thieves episode, you can go to the official club on the Xbox app and just people are posting things like, hey, I'm looking for someone to play with. I'm on this chapter or whatever. You can make a new friend and just play with some random. This is such a fun game. And like this, it, for me, this isn't a game that you would rage about. Like someone's not going to be yelling at you for doing awful because it's very simple and fun. So if you don't have someone to play with, I'm sure you can find someone in the Xbox app. But if you also buy this game, I don't know if this works for Game Pass because I wasn't quite able to test it out. But if you buy this game, you are given a free copy to give to a friend to play with you. So if you have, yeah, if you and your friend are looking to play this game, yeah, you can end up buying it and get a free copy. So getting to the story, as I said, you are playing this young couple that are just, they're right at the end of their marriage. And they finally break the news to their six-year-old daughter that, you know, hey, your mom and dad, we're breaking up, we're, we're going our separate ways. And the daughter ends up finding this book called The Book of Love and ends up casting a spell on the parents and transforming them into these dolls. And the book, The Book of Love, is your guide, and he is trying to bring you through these adventures to help you collaborate and get better and fix your relationship. What did you guys think of the story? So I I asked you right away because the first five minutes, it's it's heavy. It is. It's it's not even it's not even subtle. It's just heavy and it's sad. It's real sad. And then the game gets into a very or the the story and the dialogue gets very cheeky and very goofy, and it throws me off. So there's just that. But overall. I thought it was I thought it was an interesting way of telling the story and like I didn't have anything wrong with it. I was I, I I mean you and I said it multiple times. I really didn't care for either of the characters and I don't know if that was intentional or not good writing. I mean, I sure. I agree with you. I feel like they made the wife kind of mean. Um the way that she talked to him and even things with like, you know, they'd have to fight one of the toys that's animated now that he bought for the girl. And she's like mad at him about it. And it's like, like she, like he was supposed to know, you I know, know? I just how felt- dare you buy her this octopus toy. It's like, how is he supposed to know you're turning into figurines? You're going to have to battle at some point. But I think it's weird. what bothered me is they kind of talked about the characters as faults and kind of like the things happening in their relationship that wasn't going the right way but they didn't actually get into it. So for instance, it's like she's working a ton and she's like, well, I'm the one that is making the money for the family, but they live in like a nice big house. Like clearly, like it's not just about the money and same with like their passions. Like she gave up singing, he gave up gardening and he said it was because she didn't like, what was it? She didn't encourage him enough. Yes. And it's like, and she was never interested in what he did. But it's, yeah, but it's like, why would that prevent you from not gardening? Like she has like engineering and well, she used to have singing, but, and it's also like they used to go on all these trips together, like skiing and doing all this fun stuff that all went away. 
And they just don't really actually get into the nitty gritty. They're just like, oh, it's this topic. And the entire time I feel like they're just like bickering and blaming each other, but they're not actually talking about what the story is about. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like there's no real specific examples of what they're, it's all very vague. Yeah, how do you resolve it if you're not going to talk about it? Well, I mean, there's that. Like, is there a reason Cody doesn't work? I mean, not that it matters. Like, he doesn't have no, to. No, I, I guess he's, guess, he's just a stay-at-home dad, I guess. But I think he might be, like, homeschooling, you said? or Yeah, they're definitely. he's definitely homeschooling the daughter. Oh, because they, they, it is kind of like countryside where they yeah. live. Yeah, and I like. guess they, they moved out there so he could have a garden is the reason why oh. they picked that house. But I, I do agree with you, Liz. I, I wish there was a little more backstory with these characters. I felt like they were starting to get into it, and then they kind of don't. Uh, also, too, I'm going to try really hard not to spoil things because overall, I think the story is fantastic. This is like a subject matter that affects a lot of people, but... It's not something that's really talked about. So I, I think I think the overall story of it is really, really, really good. You know, I did not come from a broken family, so I don't fully know how sensitive of a subject it is for some people and to hear it. But I, overall, I thought I thought the writing was good. I, I agree with you, Liz. I thought some of the with the characters was kind of not great. Um, I do definitely feel like they made the wife seem like the more aggressive person and even her run. <laughs> yeah. Her run, even like the way she opened doors and stuff. But yeah, like, cause it seems like the husband, he was starting to open up to this world in this, you know, therapy that they're going through. But the wife, the entire time just seemed so miserable and just hated everything and hated being there. And it was just like, it, it to me, it just kind of, kind of got frustrating. Cause I'm like, if I was even in this world with like my worst enemy, I feel like I'd still be having fun. Like you are invincible. They know they're invincible. They know they can keep responding. And it's just like, which that kind of brings about like a dark uh, thing about the game where you can kill your significant other and they do respond. But it's like, I was telling Andrew, like they don't know if this is like unlimited and same with like you can torture them and stuff. And there's an achievement to torture them. Yeah. So the achievements kind of, but these things are like actually really terrible. And if I was playing this, like I feel like the quickest way for divorce is just if Andrew f- had something stab me. I know. I'd be like, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm not moving. I'm done, book. You can come and get me. Hey, babe, I know we're invincible, but do you want to get in this torture chamber and I'm going to light you on fire? Won't that be a laugh? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, so it's, it's like, kind of weird. It is, it is very <laughs> weird. But and another thing, and I feel like I'm sounding negative, but I'm not because I love this game. But I just want to pick out like a couple things that I thought were maybe not necessarily flaws, but things that kind of confused me with the game. They weren't ever affectionate with one another and same with like if they had this like you know thing that they were fighting or this big obstacle he never goes in front of her yeah like i'm sorry if there's like some like crazy scary thing that's trying to eat me and andrew doesn't step in front of me just to be a gentleman (laughs) like what the heck because once again you're invincible i charge in there who cares yeah not to sound like sexist or anything but it's like i mean do you not care about your <laughs> wife? And like, I don't know. I just felt like no hand holding, no like when they're scared, giving a hug. Like it just made me want a hug. Yeah. I mean, they, they weren't, they were, they were getting a divorce. I, I wouldn't expect them to be affectionate with each other. And I, and I get Andrew, what you're saying as far as like, I'd have fun with this world. So I'd be like, well, this is a weird, cool thing that's happening. I guess I'm going to have fun with this part, but 
outside of that, I, I don't, I don't see why they need to be affectionate with each like, other. Like for me, I wasn't expecting them to like be kissing and stuff like that. But like, there's a lot of moments where like you're, they're ripping through storms or something or they're falling. Like they don't even try to grab onto each other and like hold each other up. Or if they're scared, like if I was scared and like any of my friends were, were nearby, like I just thought it was weird. The most physical contact they do is a high five at the end of the snow level. That is it. And it's like, for me, like, yeah, there's, they're going through some terrifying moments at most, yeah, I would want to like hold onto someone's hand or something like that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I, expect them to be making out. Yes, I understand they're going through a divorce, but it just it seemed a little odd. It seemed rigid. And same like as they're like like talking about their well, kind of talking about their issues and stuff. I just thought it would progress in that way. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is very minor gripes because overall, I thought the story was so good, and I loved to the ending. Like I thought it just it it, it just culminated into something just so well made and I was excited to see like anyone who knows the studio tends to know their endings can be a little dark (laughs) but I'm at least glad to say that like this ending it wasn't cookie cutter it wasn't anything like super I don't know just like ah let's slap a bow on it there you go there's your ending It, it was very much kind of like open up to interpretation and I just just the overall package at the end of it, I just felt like it was so satisfying that I was like, that was just a fun adventure. So like these, this, these minor complaints about how the characters were some of the dialogue, it's, it's super minor compared to the overall package. I also felt like by the end of it, I didn't know if things were going to change. Yeah. Like at, at when the story ends, like, I don't know if she's really gonna, you know, take time and be home. I don't know if he's going to go back to gardening like he says he is, but it's like with their personalities and stuff. I'm just like, they both seem like stubborn in a way. And so, yeah, I just like, I'm really curious what the creators, what, what they think would happen. Do you think, is this getting too spoilery? Yeah. So that's what I thought. I thought the story was like a lot of fun, but what's so good about it takes two, just the gameplay, like a lot of games have co-op. But this game is like, but co-op usually is like, just like an added feature. Hey, you're playing a single player first person shooter game. You know, eh, just stick a friend in there. There you go. There's co-op. But this is truly a game that is built for two players. And I think that's just what's, and it clearly shows. Like that was their goal. This is a two player game. We're creating a game that way. And it's, it's honestly a world of a difference. I feel like I'm talking too much. I'm going to let Keith talk after. <laughs> I mean, gameplay is everything, and I guess you could say that in so many games. But in and it takes two in particular. It's it's like you said. I mean, it's special the way that it's designed. Everything felt different. Like there is no levels where I was like, oh, we've already done something yeah. like this. Like it it was unique. Every single thing you did, even if there was like some similarities or in some ways that you felt like you were doing something that was close. It wasn't in every world and biome that you went through was so different and weird and that just, I, yeah, it, it, it was, it was so satisfying to just go through and play that even if you skipped over the story and you didn't listen to or pay attention to any of it and just played the game, it'd be well worth it to just play the game. Did you guys have a favorite, I guess I'll call it a level? Yeah. For me, it was the snow. I, I thought the snow level was incredibly fun. Because I think the best thing about It Takes Two, like, Keith, I fully agree with you. Like, 
everything, the gameplay is constantly changing. So it always just feels so refreshing and new. Like, you know, if you're playing co-op in like Halo or something like that, you're doing the same thing. You're, you know, going from point A to point B, shooting people. You know, if you're doing like a base builder game, you know, you're doing the same thing over and over again. But every time you're doing a new world, you're adding new mechanics, new things to do. And it's just a ton of fun. But what actually is like extra fun in this game are the non-objective things. This game is just littered with just toys to play with. And that's why I think the snow level is my favorite. I thought the snow level, you have a giant village of just like snowmen that are just playing around and there's just tons of little things to play. You can skate on the ice, snowball fight, you know, shuffleboard, there's Ferris wheels, there's cannons. Like there's just a ton of toys to play with. Wasn't that one of the few mini games that I beat you? Yes, you destroyed me in (laughs) shuffleboard. I apparently am the worst because I even played it with Keith and Keith beat me first try too. I just do not do well in shuffleboard. I also think, I mean, I got one lucky shot, but it's all it took. I also think, too, just like the way that you move around, like the different things that you can use to go faster. And yeah, um, I forget the word for it. Traversal? Or the, <laughs> yes. The yeah, grinding? that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't pick one. I thought that the music one was really cool. When the music like one was really. Her passion. They have like the Mario type. It had the coolest area. design, I think. But I didn't think the level itself was like. I don't know. I didn't think there was as many toys in it, but yeah, the design of it was awesome. But they went big with something. Oh yeah. See, I was going to say the toy box level for kind of the same reason. Oh yeah. The toy box one is or, a lot too. The, like that. Cause that has the obstacle course too. Yeah. Right? And then you get to the castle and the obstacle course. Yeah. Like I thought the obstacle course was a lot of fun. I know it doesn't have as much as the village, but just like all the fun little things you could do, like running around with a toy box, like, Throwing you, throwing the other person off the cliff with the car and all that yeah. stuff. I don't know. There was just fun stuff. I there. also love that they had some different areas where you really had to communicate. So, for instance, when you're um, you're gliding and the other person has to hit the right animal for the picture that you see. Yeah. And then also that mole level, which was kind of terrifying. Oh, when you're in the where garden. you're the grass, and I'd have to tell you to stop, or like I was going <laughs> in the wrong direction. You're like, where are you going, Liz? <laughs> So I thought it was actually a really great game to force you to communicate with your partner. (laughs) Yeah. See, this is why it's so important that you can't just play with a random person. You have to communicate with your partner. There's no ping system. It is all about you verbally talking to your your partner. But you said you wish that they did have it. I mean, you can see where the other character is. Like if you're far away, you can see the little icon, but you can't ping. Which I learned something yesterday playing with Keith. If you click the right stick the camera instantly focuses on your partner. Oh, cool. So, yeah, if your partner says, come over here, you can click the right stick and the camera will focus on them. It took me too yeah, long for that. Was, find that, that. It was a nice little find, yeah. though. It, it got me out of, I don't want to say got me out of a few jams, but got me going in the right direction when I wasn't yeah. at a couple of different times. But, Keith, you brought the toy box. I forgot to mention this in this story. <laughs> There's a very dark moment when it comes to the toy box level at the end. And I'm, I'm really curious, like, some moments of this game definitely feel like, oh, this is an adult's kind of, this is a very much an adult game. But there's a lot of cheekiness humor to it, and the gameplay is so accessible that I also feel like it's for kids. But then you have, like, that dark moments of the story with, like, the ch- the, the toy box. What happened? I, is this one of those? Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't and like so that. Like, yeah, nope. I'm curious. What, do you, what age would you recommend this game for? <laughs> Fourteen plus, I mean, maybe. Maybe because I don't know. It's one of those things that, like, 
If A, it's skippable. Yeah. Yeah, right? the stories are. Oh, no. The stories are. Is is that story, though? Because you have... Oh, like no, that isn't. Yeah, events. that is... You, you cannot skip that segment. That's a... It's... It's aggressively long. <laughs> I'll say that. And it's, and it's so weird because it's not overly violent. It's a toy. So, like... Like, I was thinking about this. And, like... And ten year old kid is just gonna like laugh because they're just gonna see it as a toy. I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't care for it. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't like it. I think too. It kind of just showed both of their selfishness. Yeah. Because it's like you really oh, for can't sure. just like stop and do what the book tells you. You have to do something like this. And I don't think they cared. And that, I think that's kind of like a big thing in their relationship where they're both kind of selfish. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with that. As, that's a very good point. I mean, I'm mad at them for making me play that scene. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what did you say was your favorite level of this? Oh, the I didn't have one. Oh, I, right. I thought that each one was just so different and unique that I just, I loved it all. And it didn't overstay its welcome. Like, honestly, like I, if it was longer, I would have been happy. I know you don't feel that way, Andrew, because you were going back and yeah. forth. But for me, like playing it, just like the one time through, like I, I wish it was longer. I wish it was double as long. <laughs> this game is a pretty hefty game. Um, and it, it, you are looking about between 12 to 15 hours to beat. And I highly recommend do not rush this game. As I said, the most fun I was having was when you're just interacting with the world and goofing around with your friend. Like that's one thing I think was a little bit unfortunate with playing with me and Keith. Me and Keith were kind of just going through the motions I already knew kind of how to solve these puzzles. So that was the other thing that kind of stunk. I was trying to have Keith take the wheel and try to figure things out on its own because that is the fun part. A lot of the puzzles aren't crazy hard. There was a couple that made me scratch my head a little bit, but I didn't have to look up anything. And I, so I thought the game was so well paced, but you know, playing with Liz, me and Liz just screwed around. You know, we're in the snow village throwing snowballs for a good 15 minutes, even though she was awful at hitting me. And I just kept, (laughs) I literally was like whitewashing her, but it was just, like the interactions you just have with your friend, it makes this game so much more enjoyable. So absolutely try not to rush this game. I think that's good advice. But how, how, how'd you guys think the puzzles were paced? Perfect. I liked them as all. Yeah. Cause they, they were just predictable enough throughout the level. And to the extent where it was a, here's your new mechanic here's a brief tutorial puzzle showed you how to use it. And then largely you're going to see and know how to use them in every aspect, but sometimes you just have to time them differently of how you use them or like slightly tweak how you use it in some capacity. So like, I don't know. I, I liked how they built on themselves and, and it was always like just enough of each different little mechanic that you used. Yeah. So unfortunately, yeah, Keith, you played with me as another, so you as a gamer play with another gamer, but Liz, I think it's interesting that as long as we've done this podcast, you still do not consider yourself a gamer. So as a non-gamer, how did you think this was? Like, did you have any issues with any of the mechanics or the platforming? There was a couple that I just like knew was, I mean, you would just know how to do them right away, but there was a couple that I figured out. Yeah. And so for me, I don't think it's, I think you could play with someone who doesn't really game that much as long as you're a patient person. Cause I mean, <laughs> there are some traversal things where I 
I kept falling and dying. The and you were laughing. The toy level. Yeah. yeah. And you were laughing. And you thought it was funny. Because but... I literally was doing circles around you while you're trying to climb this Yeah. Thing. There was like, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know what was wrong with me. But I think that like if someone's new to video games, like this is actually a really good video game to get them really interested in it because it is fun. You get to like mess around there. There isn't that pressure and um, you can just kind of play it the way that you want to play it. So yeah, it's so well paced and it's forgiving. If you die, very rarely are you sent that far back. You usually sent back like one or two platforms. Like it, it is so forgiving at killing. Like if you die, and, and sometimes I, it felt like really like you felt great when you when you beat something. Yeah. And so I think that's another reason why like you know people that aren't used to gaming would actually really like it. And Keith learned in a couple of segments know, that if you die enough, eventually it'll just throw you forward. <laughs> I, I was just going to say that. I don't know if you have to die enough or if you just have to get far enough behind from your partner. One or the other. All of a sudden I died and I was like, hey, I'm, I don't have to do this thing anymore. Sweet. There were a couple times so, we died uh, like right uh, at the end and we were like, oh, please don't make us redo it. Yeah. And they, the game was very forgiving. Uh, yeah. And that happened to me and Keith last night too. Keith literally just had to jump one ledge and we were done and he died. And it's like, oh my gosh, we had to reset the puzzle and get Keith back. <laughs> uh, that, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> But yeah, that's one thing I love is just, I think it's so forgiving, but yeah, I enjoy too that this game is also just littered with actual mini games as well. And those are just fun, actual like competitive game modes. You know, they range from shuffleboard to like a shooting gallery to like a basketball game to a baseball game. There's a racing one that you were surprisingly pretty bad at. And I, there was one point that I got ahead of you. There's a lot of racing ones. Was it in the snow level? The, with the rink? Were you going around the circle? Yeah, I think that might have been it. But there was, there was one racing you. game that I... Yeah, I know. But I was still <laughs> like... I was pretty impressed that I had gotten ahead of you. It was towards the end, too, that I got ahead of you. And I was like, this is the one time I'm going to beat him oh. at a racing game. And well, it was funny because you thought I was... You thought you were behind me the entire race. And you're like, man, Andrew, you must be so far. I don't even see you. And I'm like, Liz, you do realize you're in front of me, right? <laughs> and then that messed me up because yep. then I was like, the pressure... And yeah. That's what I passed you and beat you. And I like that you can replay these games as many times as you want, and it kind of like fuels the competitiveness in the game a yeah. little bit. You, well, because it it keeps track of the scores too, and that's the best part of like who of how many wins and losses each player has. And I think in the greater menu of the game, it actually even saves an overall total of like just total mini games won and lost by each player. So you can actually, yeah, like compete at even a bigger level on on mini games. So. Yeah, once you discover the mini games, yeah, in the main menu, you can just select the mini game and play it right away. Like you don't have to boot up the game, get your characters, walk to the destination, and play the mini game. No, you can just select it right from the beginning, which is great. That's awesome. But I think it's interesting. Yeah, when you start the game, you can pick who you want to play as as the husband or the wife, and I love too that the. The game does a really good job kind of giving like pacing as to like who the main character is on certain puzzles. You know, sometimes I was in charge of like moving the platforms while Liz was like on a field actually doing all the jumping, but I was just doing the mechanics. And then a little bit later, it'll switch it. And Liz is like moving platforms for me and I'm doing all the platforming. So I love that this game does a really nice pacing of like, hey, now you're going to be doing most of the stuff. And now the other person's going to be doing most of the stuff. And I never felt jealous of your abilities. Like, I'm yeah. sure if I was playing your character, I would love it just as much. But the entire time, I'm like, yes, I'm so glad I got a sword. Um, but I just thought it was each time that I got a new ability, I, I wanted to play it, but I never felt like I was missing out. 
Yeah, no character felt like, oh, this is the boring character. This is the easy character. Like, yeah, you can play the wife or you can play the husband. No, each one was so well-paced. I also think it's interesting that they were making, um, like, uh, weight jokes about the husband, but his, like, real-life person isn't chubby at all. Yeah, Wait, I, I, I thought that was kind chubby? of weird. <laughs> and then, yeah, they made, a, like, a comment about him being overweight, but his real-life character is not. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a pudgy doll, I guess. He was made out of clay. But no, yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that they kind of do some of the, they made comments about, yeah, his weight in it. But overall, I think the art style of It Takes Two is impeccable. I absolutely love it. I think the characters are adorable, the way that you move, like everything. The way that um, in the greenhouse, when you would defeat uh, the poisonous whatever, and it would just kind of like disappear. There were so many elements that I liked, the background, the foreground, um, just all the mechanics like flowed so smoothly. I can't say enough good things about the graphics. Yeah. I loved the art style. The fabric of the clothes of the dolls looks impressive. If you ever zoomed in on them, it looks really cool. Yeah. Like even all the cutscenes, there was something that was oddly like cinematic. Like, I mean, I know they were cinematics, but like it was to that point where you knew it was animation and there's no like obviously walking dolls in real life so you don't have this visual of what it should look like but it looked real but didn't such a like i don't i don't know how to explain it like the overall design of the characters was like just just it looks kind of claymation it It reminded me of Coraline, the movie yeah but like super lifelike yeah liz made a good point too about like the tension to detail that they put in this game too like you know some of the footsteps on like the musician level, it actually would like leave footprints, you know, um, there was like one level with on uh, the toy level where there's like pie and it like leaves a trail. Like the, the graphics of this game, they actually did a really impressive job, attention to detail and like of the characters. And there are times where you're running and it's like crazy cinematic. Yeah. And I mean, all of a sudden you're just like rushing through this thing. And I just thought that they just changed like the camera views and stuff so much and so well yeah like specifically like in the snow level when you're going down skiing down the mountains and like an avalanche is happening things are crushing and breaking apart then you're like doing a huge jump the camera zooms out the mole scene when you're being chased yeah and then it makes it so that you like you can't turn around or anything you just see you running like one direction yeah it's like a temple run game yeah yeah that was actually like really intense because yeah, I was like, I kind of wanted to die just to see if they actually showed you being eaten, but I was also kind of afraid and didn't. I mean, we already said it. The game's forgiving. You should have just done it. Yeah. See what happens. And I love that like, this game's mostly a third person, like 3D world, but every once in a while it turns like 2D or like some, and sometimes it even becomes like a top down, like twin stick shooter. I just loved kind of the different camera angles they did with it. But one thing I thought was kind of weird a little bit is the like over animation in the cinematics. What do you mean? Like anytime people are like talking, they're always very much like get out of here. And like constantly like using their whole body and waving their arms. They're just like very animated people. And it just, it it seems like very much like a cartoon of like how they're kind of like over exaggerating and using their limbs to accentuate some of the comments they're saying. I didn't notice. No, when you're saying like, when you're saying people, are the you, two characters? Are you referring to like? Oh, okay. I don't know if you were talking about like the vacuum cleaner. No, no, no. Like, because like, there's like one moment where they're they're creating a lie that they're supposed to give a letter to the queen, and they're very much like, nah, no, and they're just like moving around, like, 
they're just like taking it so lightheartedly, but I feel like in reality you would just like be more stoic. I don't know. It, uh, you, yeah. if you, am I the only one on this boat? Did you guys not think they were that animated? Like, I didn't notice it. No. I didn't. I didn't pick up on it, but I I can see what you're saying like, when I think about it. But at the same token, I don't know. It was very cartoony in nature. It was. So I I guess that's why it felt like it fit, and maybe why I overlooked it. And one thing that always like perplexed me, like you're going into a world. So like in the toy box level, he's like, oh, you know, you're on a tram and you're going through, you know, various lands, you know, dino world, pirate world, even like eventually you go through an obstacle course. And supposedly to these characters, this is how her room is built. And that's, this is the thing that always kind of confused me playing this game. Like I always figured, oh, the book is, you know, exaggerating some things and creating a more magical world. But to the characters, they're not saying this is unique. This is different, but they're like, oh yeah, no, we built this. We built this obstacle course, which literally is like something you see out of like Ninja Warrior. And it's like, this is for a six-year-old girl. What are you guys talking about? You built this obstacle course. The castle with like the behind the toilets, you can escape. Yeah. He had like a plumbing system installed or something like that. It's just like, I don't, I couldn't figure out, is this world exaggerated or is this legitimately how the girl's room is set up? Anytime it actually went, but anytime it actually went to the, the real world and it showed like the girl, none of the stuff looked like that. So to me, that's what it was always weird. Like that the character's, always weren't surprised i don't know i'm assuming that like a lot of this stuff like isn't in her room anymore like it's stuff that they built in the past because there were like a lot of things that were built that i mean her room would be completely filled yeah but i mean yeah 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 because it's the dad that does it not the engineer yeah so that's a good point yeah i don't i don't know i just i thought i definitely thought it was exaggerated i will say i thought it was too but but I didn't care. At least like, to I, some I just degree. thought it was so cool. Well, I mean, especially at least to some extent of like, you know, the characters were actually alive. Like they built this magic castle, but the elephant is actually walking around and talking. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that happened in real life. I was going to ask you guys what you thought about kind of like the, the real life scenes. Cause for me, the, I mean, my biggest hang up was the teeth. A lot of the times when they do like the, yeah. the more realistic, they cannot nail the teeth. It is so very rare for a game to have good teeth. But I just remember like the the mom. I, I was seeing the character like with the blue hair for so long that her that that voice with like the realistic body like just threw me off. I was like, I don't I don't want that. <laughs> like I <laughs> I liked her voice with the the doll so much that all of a sudden I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, she's a beautiful lady. It just like, it didn't match to me because my brain was just so hardwired. No, I think Cody was the same way because he kind of sounds to me like um, uh, Jack Black at times. Yeah, he's like, a goofy. There's just certain ways like, yeah, he's goofy. There's some of the way his like tones are like, I was like, I, I you couldn't have fooled me into believing this is Jack Black, but he almost sounds like he's trying to be him, but I, I think he actually would have been awesome for the role that, now that I think about it. But um, like I, then you would see the regular character. I'm like, that guy's not Jack Black. But his the, the chubby little claymation version of Cody did look like maybe like a Jack Black character. I feel like ever since we played Psychonauts or no, uh, Brutal Legends, you just want Jack Black and everything. I know I, I do. Mean, he's, he's, a, 
He's a he's a he's a good voice actor for video. It's because he's such an animated person. But he, I also yeah, like he, he just seems so nice that I just like I love when I see him in different projects and stuff. Because you, yeah, like could you imagine if Jack Black was in Twelve Minutes? <laughs> like, what if he was like like if Jack Black was the cop? No, what if Jack Black was the life? Oh my gosh! <laughs> that actually would be <laughs> have him as the cop and like try to be an angry guy. Hey, <laughs> hey, honey, welcome home. <laughs> I'm going to arrest you because you guys shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> so weird. So, Dave, you've been unusually quiet this episode. Was there at least any level that you thought looked cool? Was there any level you thought was interesting? I thought all the levels actually had a really good design and they were really varied. I thought the space one was really cool. The garden one was cool. And they were all cool in their own ways. Uh, oh, the music one. Well, that might have been my favorite. Yeah, that was Liz's favorite. I Honestly, I thought the space one kind of annoyed me a little bit. The gameplay I thought, in it wasn't the best. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool on some of the things you did, but honestly, I felt like the space level was kind of long. I feel like the music one, I just thought they did really cool stuff gameplay-wise, but graphically, I, I don't think it would be... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what would be my favorite. <laughs> but Dave, you played with a non-gamer, your wife... Like, was there, did you notice that, did she like any level? Was anything too difficult? No, I thought the, the difficulty in this game was really cool, I felt, because I still found it challenging as a gamer, but as a non-gamer, she didn't find it too challenging. Um, the way that if you died, you came back and everything, it was, it worked really well, I thought, for everybody. So it was, um... I don't know, I didn't think it was too hard at all. She She enjoyed it a lot. She was always... She wanted to play it all the way until we beat it. Yeah. But, uh... Let's <laughs> just crack it up. <laughs> Keith, you're on camera. You're picking your nose. Let's <laughs> just crack it up laughing now. <laughs> this, is what, this is what happens when I can't see myself on camera. I, I forget. Uh, we can still see you, Keith. Let's just, just bring it out now. She can't stop laughing. Don't worry, Keith. I'll edit that out. Why do you have to call him out? It's so rude. Because you are like... You think Liz, they have any shame at this point at in my this life? this point too, Liz. Like, everyone's going to be curious as to why you can't breathe. <laughs> uh, but getting into the voice acting, I know, Keith, you, love, you would love that this was Jack Black. But honestly, I didn't recognize any of the voice actors. Did you guys? I didn't, but I thought they were no. phenomenal. Five stars. Uh, Liz, or Keith actually kind of made an interesting point. I don't know if you noticed, but the book, Dr. Hakeem, is also voiced by the same guy who does Cody. Yeah, I saw that on IMDb, and that actually really... Because uh, didn't he mock him at one point, and he sounded different? Yeah. So I feel like that just means that he's just a great voice actor. Well, no, there's a, there's a point where Cody is... No, he's he sounded pretty much like Doctor Akeem. He like he like yeah he he mimics him, and then they like they go back and forth, and they do it, and it's just like this weird dialogue bit that they. But do. I didn't catch on. It was, so it was kind of funny. I think it's great. No, I didn't know that at all either. I didn't know that. I wouldn't have caught on, caught on that they were the same person. I was just I was asking about it, and Andrew was the one who looked it up and and noticed it. Well, Keith, yeah, made the comment of like, is Doctor Akeem supposed to be like what Hispanic or? <laughs> 
some Latino, and it's just like so. Keith was wondering, is it like a, a Latino voice actor? And it's like, nah, it's just same guy as Cody. <laughs> just, just some dude. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that was kind of a weird choice. But otherwise, no, I thought I thought he did a good job voicing two people and sounding different. I'll give yeah, him especially that. for these being like no name kind of people. I I agree. I thought their voice acting was fantastic. Well, and it it didn't do the like the worst thing you can do in voice acting, especially when it's largely between two characters and sounding very boxy and flat. It actually sounded like two people having a conversation, yeah. and it and it flowed, and they didn't cut each other off. And even like how sometimes games like this where like you can overlap because you all of a sudden hit a checkpoint too soon and so it cuts off some of the dialogue it thought you were gonna hear. It like th- there wasn't any of the, at least too many that I can think of or any that yeah, I can I think, think of, I think those of any. where you like lost yeah, that's di- a good point. where you lost dialogue. It just it always was enough. So I thought they did a really good job with it. What did you guys think of the music level? Where, because I was saying to Andrew, I always think it's weird when they're like, "Oh yeah, like she's a great singer," and then she just hums. <laughs> and it's like I get it, I get why they do it, and it sounded great, but it's just like <laughs> I just think it's always just a weird choice. Did I not do that? You didn't, because that's the very last level. We're like, we were like right there, Keith. Uh, okay, because you kept talking about this. I was like, I do not remember a music level for the life of me. Okay. And you use like it to open things too. So you have like this really harsh sound, then you just have like this hum, and then there's this, you're on stage at the end, and you're just humming a tune. <laughs> I never thought about that. I just like the way you described it. Oh, we, me, me and Amber were cracking up about that. We thought it was so funny. We're like, is she going to sing? No. No. Yeah, that's, that's like Elizabeth saying. She's like, she looked at me. She's like, "Do you think they legitimately created a song or something, or she's gonna sing a real tune?" And I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I kind of hope so." And then yeah, she just, it's uh, like, "All right." Oh yeah, I guess it wasn't like a hum. She actually opened her mouth, but like, still, <laughs> it's kind of an odd choice. Just lightly yelled. But I mean, I, I, I'm okay with it because you either would have to pay for a copyright song or create one of your own. And then even too, that can be so cheesy and weird. Imagine if they just threw in a butt rot song there for Keith. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> missed opportunity. That would have been a great love song right there at the end. She just came out and started belting out some Creed. But if, but have we talked about how the? Daughter likes to talk to her like narcoleptic looking parents throughout the game. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank no, you, Dave. Because I forgot about that. Where it's like, at what point is she like, I can't wake them up. Something might be wrong. Yeah. Like, no, is there a gas leak? Are they not, like, I can't tell if it's in England or because she's British, right? I think yeah. it's in the UK. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like, do they not teach their kids to call 911 over there or whatever the number is? I, I said that too, Dave. Oh my gosh. Mom has taken a three day nap and dad hasn't moved. <laughs> He's just been standing there staring out a window for the last 24 hours. <laughs> nope. I think something's okay. Or I also thought it's funny too that Keith pointed out that. You know, as you're going through these levels, you're fixing things in the house. And Keith's like, so is this how they save their marriage? <laughs> By fixing things in the house? Oh, man. I was going to divorce you. But now that this clock is fixed, we're all going to stay together. <laughs> Everything's but okay. Do you want, how many, I wonder how many divorces have happened over dirty dishes. 
That, that final straw. Oh. So it's like, I mean. <laughs> oh, I mean, you threatened murder over me <laughs> with that. Yeah, but I, but that's the thing is I don't I don't think at this point that there's no amount of dirty dishes that are going to save that. I don't think. <laughs> that's the point. Sorry, but yeah, late. I just don't see the difference between that and like a, a plant that you know hasn't been watered, which is one of the things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love you brought that point up too, Dave, because I also do like the music level. She's like, "Hey, mom, I brought you your jukebox and it's playing music, but you're still not moving. I'm going to leave now." <laughs> it's just like what. <laughs> it really was Goodbye weird. Goodbye forever. <laughs> it, that was a question I kept having too. How much time is passing in this game? Because the characters are constantly saying we need to get to our bodies ASAP, as if like they're rushing down to like the like the attorney's office or whatever to like get a divorce written up right away. So I just didn't understand the time that was elapsing. Well, towards the end, you you said, "Oh, it's still light out." So I'm assuming like not that much time. Yeah, has it's passed. like it's like a day, I think, ish. Cause like in so the it's morning, like a honey, I shrunk the kids yeah. situation. Morning to evening. <laughs> yeah, that's that was just my guess is that the game starts at like, I don't know, no, because I'm assuming the game starts at like six p.m. because the wife gets home from work. What if she yeah, works in overnight? Shift. As an engineer? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. These are these are the serious questions that we need to be asking for this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serious plot holes. We found it. <laughs> was there more music besides? I mean, I actually don't really remember the music. There actually was quite a bit of music, and that's what I thought was so great. The music actually really conveys really well the environments that you're doing. I was actually don't remember it. I specifically remember the snow one. It was very Christmassy. Oh, the yeah. snow level is my yeah. favorite. I love the snow level. I just think that there was too much yeah, that very... I liked that it just kind of fell in the background. Because I don't remember ever thinking, oh, this music is annoying. or Oh, because it was never the same. No, it, was yeah. it always ramped up. Yeah, like, like big things are going on. But yeah, the music, of this, the soundtrack of this game is just absolutely fantastic. But for Achievement Hunters 2, I think this is a great game for Achievement Hunters. Because this game does a great job with it. Because there's only two secret achievements. And it's actually kind of funny why they made those secret achievements. Because they're kind of homages there's one secret achievement where it's an homage to Zelda, where you end up going to a shop and you have to destroy a bunch of jugs, uh, jugs and you get rupees out of them. And then the other secret achievement is to find the hidden dolls of the characters from A Way Out. But the one thing that I loved about the achievements too, they were in order. This is something too that a lot of games don't do, but they had them in order. So if you were like playing and you realized you missed one, you kind of know, oh, I was on the previous level. I should have done it. Did you a thousand the game? No. Unfortunately, I'm missing two achievements. One, no, no, I'm missing two achievements. That's right. One of them is to unlock all the mini games, and the other one I'm missing. Oh, is to uh, it's called mood swing. You have to throw someone off a swing. But I mean, would you play this game again? Like, even if it was like a year from now, or so that you kind of, you know. I would say yes. I think this game would be great for to You're pick up again. You're sick of it now, but like, yes. yeah, like a year from now, you'd be like. Yeah, let's say, yeah. hey, let's, you know, we're going to have a date night again. Let's play It Takes Two. I would, yeah, I'd, I'd pick play this it. up. What about a sequel? It Takes Three. Like, <laughs> well, so, no, like maybe like 30 years in the future. And it's and it's a little girl. <laughs> Only now it's her own life. And she's also this going through the divorce. She bestowed, this curse she bestowed upon her parents is now being bestowed upon her. <laughs> what, what would the title of the game be called, Keith? Except, well, I was going to say the only difference, too, is also that 
she it's not a divorce it's her dog and her dog bit the mailman and she has to you know decide whether or not she has to, to give him up yeah, or she's not. Like the stay at home like cat lady she is <laughs> that's actually like a five player co-op game people play different cats there you go <laughs> the game is just called shut in there we go Here, that's the sequel no i think it's see i would love a sequel or honestly an expansion I thought that they did such a good job of like playing with different game types that I don't know if a proper sequel would be able to do too much more. Like they said, hey, this is this type of game. Hey, we here's a platformer. Here's a shooting type. Here's a whatever. I don't know what other things I'd want to see them introduce. That's uh, a good they, point. They did not do a race car level. Ooh. Uh, they could have done a first-person shooter. No underwater levels either, actually. Uh, no, they did on uh, the snow globe level when you're swimming around oh, fixing right. your candy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And surprisingly too, I did not hate the underwater level in this game. You didn't hate what? The underwater level of this game. Most games. Actually, yeah. They're the worst. They're always just thrown in. But would you guys pick this game up in a year or do you think you're done with it? I a hundred percent would. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, to because fi- I haven't finished it, so I would I would pick it up to finish it. I would say that. I'd probably, but I don't know. I'd probably want to try it with someone else. Like I think seeing how another person plays it too. Yeah, I think that I think that would be part of it because like when I did this playthrough or when I've been playing through with Andrew, I've played as Cody, the husband, the whole time. So I think maybe I'd go back and I'd play as May, the wife, and I don't know. It's not a huge change to the gameplay because it's ultimately all the same puzzles but and all of that but you get to play it from a different perspective so i'd probably do that if i did i feel like it'd be very different playing with someone who was like super nice and someone who was like a little mischievous <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're basically playing with someone who's not Andrew. Is what saying, that was a really really nice way of being i wonder what it's like to just not play with Andrew because he's really mean and he yells at us all the time Thanks, i was more thinking the opposite for andrew like what if andrew played with a nice person did you win any mini games liz I did. I did the. I won the shuffleboard one. Yeah, she destroyed me in shuffleboard. Um, I don't remember if I did any other ones. Like if I won any other ones, there were a lot. Where we were close. There was. I was telling um, Keith earlier that there was a racing one that I got ahead of him, and it was towards the end, and I was really proud of myself. But then I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Story of how about my you, life. And how about you, Dave? Did Amber beat you in any games? She did not. I don't think she beat me in oh. any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I made her cry. <laughs> um, but getting to our final thoughts here. So people who may have not known, the Game Awards just recently happened, and this actually took the Game of the Year award. So I'm curious if you guys actually agree with that statement. But Dave, I'd like to hear from you. Uh, going into final thoughts, what did you think of It Takes Two? I thought it was a great game. It was well put together. The gameplay was hard enough for someone who plays video games but easy enough for someone who's new or doesn't play them a lot um the environments and the gameplay in the different biomes was really cool and varied i didn't think it overstayed its welcome either it wasn't too too long it was longer than i expected it to be though so um yeah i thought it was great do you want to score for me or yeah yeah oh okay i'd probably give it 88 Yeah, I, I, I think as a whole, I, well, I, I thought the story at some points was a little bit dark for what the 
overall otherwise theme of the game and in story and just everything felt like that it was just really weird and i don't know but you can skip the story so i guess there's that because then there's the gameplay the gameplay's a lot of fun i i just really enjoyed all of it i i I liked how everything changed and felt new. Not for the same usual reasons I am with games because, you, you know, me and my roguelikes, I'd like to, okay, maybe I'll just be a little bit stronger this time. It was more just like, no, I want to see what new and exciting thing I'm going to I'm gonna get to do in this new environment. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I just felt like I, I was excited to want to play it again, like, or each time I did play it. So, yeah, I think, I think I'm with Dave, uh, but I, I was going to go with an 87. I liked 87 for a number. I'm surprised you guys are scoring actually like that low. That, I was thinking that too. Because like, sorry. Liz, Liz made the good, no, I mean, you guys are telling your own opinion, but like Liz made a good point yesterday, like, or yeah, when we were playing this, she's like, what do you think would make this game better? And honestly, the only thing I could think of is, as we said before, some of the story elements and some of the dialogue, but like, that's it. I thought they nailed the soundtrack. I thought the graphics were impeccable. I loved the, like the attention to detail. I, the gameplay, I fully agree with you, Keith. Like, I just wanted to keep playing because I wanted to see what new elements I'm doing, like what new gameplay mechanics I'm getting. And not only that, what story. I wanted to know what was going to happen to this couple. Even though I didn't think they were the most engaging couple, I thought the story aspect was just so interesting because not a lot of games kind of touch this subject. So I, I, it was just such a fun ride for me. So for me, I'm giving a 95. So I actually thought that I was going to rate it kind of low. Um, but now I'm I'm the highest one. I was going to give it a 97. You thought um, that was low? <laughs> well, because I was like 98. Because like, like you said, I was like, what should what would improve it? And uh, for me, there I think it was just the little story things I mentioned at the beginning where I just felt like didn't really get into the nitty gritty. And so I felt like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like kind of let down that they didn't get more into it. But looking at Metacritic, um, there aren't a lot of reviews, and that's just surprising. And also, like, if there's one zero, it brings it down a lot. So these <gasps> is it from the guy? No. Oh, because he probably doesn't so, have a friend to play with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Xbox One, TBD in seven point five, Series X eighty nine eight point six. I mean, I think these numbers are just gonna shoot up unless people be stupid, you know. <laughs> um. But uh, one of the people, it was a mistake. They, they were talking about how great and amazing this game was. It was like the best game, and they gave it a zero. And then the complaining about the multiplayer thing. Like, play, like it says it in the title. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> and one of them was a critic. Really? Yeah. Like, that's, come on, dude. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Can you talk a little defensive of this game? <laughs> so, I asked, so did you guys agree? Do you think this deserved game of the year? I can yeah. see that, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, what other game is like this? Where, like, I mean, I would get so excited to play. Like, I just, I can't think of another game that's really like it. Like, a perfect date night game. Stardew Valley. (laughs) No, because I feel like it brings out the competitiveness between a married couple. It brings up talking points. Oh, oh, No, this game. (laughs) It brings up talking points um, about marriage. Um, There's just a lot of, like, you know, like, killing each other. But in a fun way. (laughs) Uh, and we did have one listener review. Uh, our longtime listener, Rune, described this game as a damn masterpiece, which he didn't give a score, but I fully agree with that. This, To me, this game really is just, it's a complete package. I love it. Yeah, it's one of those things. I 
I think probably when it comes to our our year end, I don't know that it'll be uh, like my game of the year personally, but that's, I don't know, we do a weird game of the year because <laughs> our game of the year is... Oh, like, yours is going to be a roguelike, of course. Well, This game didn't have enough roguelike <laughs> elements for it for you. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think we're going to be able to squeeze in the Ryan game before the end of the year, so I don't know. <laughs> the race with Ryan? Yeah. Can't wait. All right. But, uh... So, all right. So I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for joining us. I've been your hardcore gamer, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live, Firebird0952. If you have an email, or if you have an email. <laughs> Give me your email. If you have an email, <laughs> if you have a game suggestion, please email us at gamepasscrabbag.gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at GBGBpod. Or that's Twitter. We're on things. Uh, you're, you're on a, a roll. I We're know. on all the socials. I'm ending it now. Whoever wants to go next can. I I don't I don't I don't know. Wow, this is going well, great. I'm Liz the Noob, Gamer Tag Cup on Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob Noob is E W. This, this has gone on too long. Dan, did good. you want to do a plug? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so and thank you so much for joining us, Dave. Even though you were very quiet for most of the episode. I think we'll, no, Dave, <laughs> you're a you're a I don't remember what season. Uh, Rocket League Gold Tournament winner, so you can plug that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, season three and four, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, jeez, I didn't, I didn't know we were the president of a two-time yeah. champion. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, bye, guys. Oh, my God.